Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, and you're listening to Candair Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And our special guest today... David... Ryan... Andy... Oh my god, it's the Phelps Brothers! <laughs> that didn't go off as smoothly as we had talked about. Hell no. <laughs> we welcome back to the show, good friends of mine, uh, David Phelps, Andy Phelps, and Ryan Donahoe. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Woo! And one thing has brought us all together here today, the new Ghostbusters film. Woo! The Ghostfellas. <laughs> the Ghostfellas. I was explaining that to him today from uh, Goldberg's. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to be doing our spoiler, spoiler-ridden spoiler review of Ghostbusters Afterlife, with our, which I think every one of us here loved, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. No hate is in the group. So uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. So if you haven't seen the movie... Tune out now and uh, come go back after it. you have. Yeah, go see it, you fuck. What are you, what are you waiting on? <laughs> Hurry. It's been but, like a week. Right? Come on. But before we do any of that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to show some support, patreon.com forward slash CandarePod. $5 a month gets you uh, access to the Candare Patreon pod. $10 gets you even more. And did you see we have a new patron? No. Chelsea Richardson. Hey. Yep, yep. Mo money, mo money. Name sounds familiar. We know her. She, uh, she okay. was at Torgs. I used to work with her years back. Do you, do you but, have an OnlyFans but, canned bear where you bear your ass? Ooh, hey, uh, you know, that's a good idea, maybe. Just label us cans in there. I don't know if anybody <laughs> wants to see that shit, though. But anyway, big thank you to Chelsea for uh, becoming a patron. And you, too, can uh, gain the same power that Chelsea has achieved. Uh, again, on our website, candarepodcast.com, hit the Patreon button. Or there's merch on there. What else, Jack? What am I forgetting? Oh, YouTube videos and... Yeah. Well, I guess I did just put those uh, two things up. Oh, but, yeah. I, uh, um, I've got to link those, actually, on there. What's that? i got to link them onto the, the page. Do it. Yep. All right. And uh, don't forget to find us on evergreenpodcast.com uh, with a bunch of other shows. Uh, a lot of good shows on there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And without further ado, I think we're ready to get this kicked off, right? I think we have the tools. And we have the talent. <laughs> <laughs> so let's sound the spoiler alarm really quick. Again, going forward, we are going to be talking about uh, stuff that spoils the movie completely. Uh, like Jack said, you've had a week, people. And by the time you're hearing this, it's probably been well more than a week. So mm-hmm. get over it. Get over it. All right, here we go. Gentlemen, what do we think of the film, David? Well, okay. You know, and, and we'll dive into this a little bit. But the, the whole premise of a third Ghostbusters movie, like a real, you know. Right. In continuity with the first two is something that, you know, goes back 25 plus years anyway. that, that we've been waiting for this. Mm-hmm. So I can't, you know, overstate just how much this meant yeah. to me, you know, the, to all of us. The surge of nostalgia yeah. that we've been waiting yeah, for years. Yeah, you know? just in the year. And, you know. It was even supposed to come out a year earlier than it right. did, and that just made it even harder to it's wait just for. Just an added kick in the nuts. Uh, yeah. You know, there was that uh, Ghostbuster video game that, uh, yes. you know, kind of acted as the third film, and right. it was cool. I mean, they added some stuff, but I th- felt like a lot of it was rehashing to yeah. like, the ghost in the library. And right. The mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of that. They repurposed ideas from 
the third movie that Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd had written, they repurposed a lot of those stories for that game. Oh, really? It was meant to be yeah. canon. Yeah, it's supposed yeah, it to be. Is, it's supposed it's to be canon. The, is it canon still? I, I was That's just going to say that because I wonder if it is. I would probably assume so. I can't imagine why this one would have uh, possibly deleted that. Yeah, if they met, if it they just made it the you unofficial like the, sequel to the, the yeah. first two, then. Though it makes you what it makes you wonder what happened though to the character you were playing. Yeah, like maybe he got killed or something along the way, but he didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, what, but what did I think? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I thought it was great. Um, you know, seeing the three remaining yeah. Ghostbusters and even you know the CGI Egon wasn't that incredible. It was. That's it was like got to so be so well done. Very, it wasn't CGI. Yeah. What do you mean it wasn't? CGI? It was a lot of old footage that they repurposed. I, I found that out. Not no shit. Ago. Like, yeah. what do you mean? They like, like just then graphically like made him look old and shit. Like, put a beard on him so. and stuff. Just, or? Yeah, yeah, they just, did, digitally wow. aged him. Yeah, they aged him they, a little they bit. They got but permission it was... from the family to do it. Really? It's kind of why he doesn't speak. Yeah. Because then they would mm-hmm. have had to have possibly. I think that was a. Uh, I think that was wise good. decision. Yeah. yeah, very wise. If he would have spoken, it, I think it just would have immediately mm-hmm. kind of uh, made it corny. But. And another fun fact: Bob, you're dead. Ivan Reitman <laughs> was the body double for him. Really? Oh, is that right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I just found that out the other day. So, <sighs> Ivan Reitman's like all hunched over and like. The son of the director <laughs> that made the first Ghostbusters was actually Egon. So, the whole family part of it kind of. Wait, wait. Ivan or Jason? Jason directed this one. Right. Right. But Ivan, Ivan was the body was standing, the body for, standing Egon. for Egon. Yep. Wow. It's That's hard to believe. Very interesting. Yeah. Did not know that. <clears throat> It's hard. It's crazy because again, like Ivan Reitman's all short and like scrunched he's over. Kinda, and shit. Yeah, he's Dad, you're gonna have to stand up, stand up straight. <laughs> like you used to tell me to do all. Kind of, kind of got that Mr. Burns thing going right. on a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I guess that's what I would compare Making it to. New but. Ghostbusters X. <laughs> all right, Andy. Opinions. What'd you think? Um, I really liked it. Uh, as the honeymoon phase is worn off, I have a couple little squibbles with it isn't that the truth and you know i think that's probably mainly what we're going to end up talking about are those squibbles but uh is that a word by the way it is now it is now (laughs) check the urban dictionary in the canberra nation it is now but um um no matter what we say bad about it at least in my estimate like it's overall like a 98 99 you know what i mean whatever you guys say is not going to make me hate it (laughs) yeah i've seen people on youtube who just are thrashing it. Oh, really? Are, like, yeah. Giving Shitting it some all shit. It. And I just can't imagine... It's calling it like a nostalgia nerd j- circle jerk. I think it's somebody just yeah. doing it to try to get downloads. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Trying most to be everything I've seen on, then you'll still get attention. Most everything I've seen on Twitter and Reddit seems to be positive, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Reddit and Twitter, yeah, they've been pretty positive. I think like uh, Rotten Tomatoes, like that first weekend it was out, like, Super like the... It was. The critics was super low, but the audience was still like 96, 97 mm. consistently. So mm. that's good news. Like, uh, I don't know. I take the audience over. Uh, yeah, sure. Because yeah. you know, critics Usually, were like what, yeah. 30% because all the headlines I saw day before the movie came out, Friday mm-hmm. when we saw it, all the headlines were uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife worse than 2016 Ghostbusters. It's so strange that All people that even try to compare up. it because like, really no. the only kind of thing they share is a namesake. Yeah. They really have fucking nothing to <laughs> do with each other. Yeah. And General idea. That was more of like mm-hmm. a fucking Scooby-Doo movie, if anything. You yeah, know? Like it just really wasn't uh, anything to... 
Scooby Doo meets the Ghostbusters. In. I mean, that's you know, writing <laughs> writing the wave of Ghostbusters up till the release of this film. You know, like you were saying, you watched the first and second film after we watched this film, and yes. I watched them before just to kind of prep myself. It'd been a while since I've seen the second one. I always go for the first one, obviously. But mm-hmm. so I, you know, after I watched those first two, I decided to try the 2016 again. The only time I saw it was in the theater. And I didn't even get through the opening sequence. Like, I didn't even make it to, like, the title sequence. Like, it was already that fucking bad. Do you have sound effects? (laughs) 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 Did you have anything else to add on that? Uh, Ryan, what would you, overall thoughts? Uh, Loved it. Thought the fan service was good. Maybe a little over the top in they some were, respects. They laid it on pretty they, thick. They, they laid it on pretty thick. Um, I, I feel like part of it was, okay, we need to make sure this doesn't fail because of 2016. When pretty much everyone knew <laughs> it couldn't be as bad because it's a continuation of the original story. Which is it could have then just been wanted. like the guys in their jumpsuits sitting on buckets like staring back at the audience for two hours. <laughs> it and could it have been, been the better. Golden Girls with the Ghostbusters and Slimer is like the Estelle Getty character. And we still would have watched it <laughs> as they're sitting around eating Imagine it, Sicily, 1921. Picture it, New York, 1985. Ghosts everywhere. I mean, but we would have watched it. Uh, it, it was, um, I thought it was great. I thought the... I thought Egon was done well. Um, the yeah. emotions. I actually teared up a few times mm-hmm. with the Egon scenes. I would just like, you know, pull my glasses off. I'm like, oh god, there's something wrong with my eye over here. Uh, they hit that well. The the overall story, kind of like what Andy said. There's a few squibbles in there that I have um, more of uh, some plot, little teeny tiny plot holes, which maybe we'll get back. Yeah, there definitely are some in like uh, deleted scenes. But then also, when we have the day and age of three-hour-long uh, Avengers movies, why couldn't they have just been... Oh, yeah. Right. I think, yeah, yeah. any big uh, summer blockbusters anymore are going to be, like, two-hour minimums, you know? And yeah. I think Marvel may even take us into the three-hour movie uh, <laughs> just uh, age, you know what I mean? Be, I mean, I would have been all right if it was three hours. Just Ghostbusters, uh, I mean, what was it, two and, two and a half? 215. 215? Yeah. yeah. It flew by. It did. Like, yeah. It did not seem like two hours to me at all. Um, but again, you know, we were just so wrapped up in it. And uh, it was really good at keeping your attention. Very mm-hmm. good. At, yeah. It didn't lull. It seemed didn't seem to lull in any points. At least I didn't think so. Maybe you guys, maybe it's some of your quibbles, but. No, I don't know. Uh, it did suffer from the uh, what do I say? The Michael Bay treatment. And by that, I mean not like the um, various effects, but the uh, dorky young male likes girl, mm. weird, awkward situations, and and I know, and it wasn't much. It was just a little part with the the older brother from Stranger Things, and you know he was kind of like into the girl, and he goes to do stuff with them. And I guess it was kind of getting to know that character a little bit, but I feel like they could have cut like that plot line out. Maybe? It didn't really seem uh, extremely necessary other than to pull yes. the lucky character into the mix. Right. Um, that was it. It was just more unnecessary. And I don't even I mean, really know how integral she was. I enjoyed the character, but she didn't really seem to have any uh, main... She was the cop's daughter. I mean, and then yeah, so she gets the pack back. Because, was that it? Because remember, they, they get the shit confiscated. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. she gets it back because she's a cop's daughter. Or she helps get some of the stuff back. Sorry. She helps get some of the stuff back because she's a cop's daughter. Uh, but then she turns into the terror dog at the end for a moment. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. She but, did, didn't but she? Right, yeah. but, that's, but that's about it. She was there mainly just kind of a 
hey, I'm. She was there to be the other the extra uh, body for the, the extra body yeah. for the keymaster. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That Kinda, makes sense. She was almost on herself a MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, overall thoughts? What'd you think? I loved it. The whole tone and the feeling of the movie. It felt exactly like the first ones yeah the and score i don't know if they used a lot of the same music they used all the same yeah. music. is it all the same okay because <laughs> yeah. you guys would know for watching it you while you watching it before yeah and then after but yeah yeah well i mean there is a new score but it's all comprised around that initial yeah you know and so you hear that consistently through the film and um you know it didn't bug me while we were there, but after being home and watching clips and stuff of it and like hearing it over and over and over, <laughs> I can see it starting to wear because like, you know, there was just like when they were adventuring around the same song we heard from the old Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Right. Then when there was like perils, like, um, Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then like when Egon sang, like doing shit, to, you know, like kissing and hugging his family or whatever. It's the exact same thing, but done in a very sweet demeanor. Yeah, very sweetly, and but it's all the same song throughout the, <laughs> at every like uh, climax or emotional point or anything like that. It's that song just in a different, uh, mm-hmm. different uh, key or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the fact they kept the comedy like the original too. I, there was a couple jump scares where I about shit my pants a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like like what? I uh, oh yeah. was one of the terror dogs jumping out of nowhere. I think it was when not when you got Paul Rudd. Maybe it was the mom, or maybe it was when he got lucky. It just came out of nowhere. I don't remember. Yeah, lucky was kind of out of nowhere because she was like, "Hey guys, I'm here to." And then it was and just out of the darkness. Just yeah. Boom. And then what was the ghost that was like the Slimer of this? Muncher. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a jump scare moment yeah. like that where he, when he saw the kids, and he just he oh, screamed, that's right. Because yeah. I, I had my son and daughter sitting next to me, and they both jumped out of their seat. Did when, they? I didn't yeah. even notice. Yeah. Which you know is good. That's what it was intended to do. Before we but. move on, what were what were your kids' uh, impressions? I, because okay. I mean, they said they liked it when we were leaving yeah. and stuff. But what? Well, so like on the way home, were they like wound up about it and stuff? Yeah. Um, so my daughter is eight and my son is ten, and I I figured she was just kind of along for the ride because right. my wife had other plans, so I brought them both with me. Sure. Um, but she loved it. I think more than he did. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he liked it, but he was like, "Yeah, that was pretty good." But my daughter was like obsessed with it, and she wanted to watch the old movies with me. Then you know, the next over the next couple days. Wow. How old are they? Uh, she's eight, and he's ten. That makes sense because that's probably about the same age I was when I saw him, and I was right. all about Ghostbusters at yeah. that age. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, calling that number. Did you guys ever try to call the number? No. No. no I never what number? Did the, the uh, phone number the at the movie? bottom of the screen. Oh, the no. I know. I never did. Yeah. Yeah. No. Did you? Yes. I, I remember watching it at my grandma's house uh, and uh, back home. And it was just one of those instances where we were over there. It was a Friday night. You know, parents. Thank you for calling things. 1-800-HOT-AND-STEAM. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, called the, well, I called it and somebody answered. And I freaked out and hung up the phone. <laughs> nice. And the five 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 number? Yeah, I think I tried. Uh, the, there was an yeah. Area like, how would you know what area code? That was a number for raise a cult, though. Well, and there so was maybe... a, well, there was a problem with uh, area code. So I, I think I tried our area code. Oh yeah. Or something else. <laughs> I remember I got a bunch of dial tones, but eventually I tried a few things and got something. At one point, my daughter during the movie she leans to me. She said, 
one of them's the key master and one of them's the gatekeeper. Yeah, I remember you saying and that. I, I, I didn't even know she'd ever seen the first movie. I don't really? remember watching it with her. I, I watched it with Wyatt. Wow. But she knew all about it, and I was like, wow. Girl's I, been listening. I guess. I couldn't She's believe she listening. picked that up. I mean, wow. Yeah. So, you know, no, she, she really liked it. Let's I'm glad they were there. It was cool to see their uh, their experience with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was cool to experience that with them. So Wyatt was telling me uh, when we were at dinner before we went that uh, he was up in the attic at your parents and found uh, the Ghostbuster firehouse and that he brought it home and <laughs> yep. was playing with it. <laughs> yep. yep, it's still in his room. What a lucky boy. Yeah. <laughs> with the old one? Yeah. 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 The Whoa. one they had when like we were like real young, was right? Was your parents in, uh, back their new house? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know any of that. It was one of the there. few toys that survived the move, I think. I always yeah. thought it succumbed to the burn pile out I back. Did too. Most of my toys did. <laughs> I remember seeing Ninja Turtles laying out there half melted and like a single tear would run down my cheek. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved you. <laughs> but, all right. So, um, it seems like the problems we have with this movie are going to be the uh, meat and potatoes of the conversation. So let's start with the things we, I guess, overall loved about it. David, do you want to kick us off? Um, like any particular <coughs> moments or just things Jeez. about I, the film? I mean, you know, the whole thing was good. Mm-hmm. But once, I don't know, just seeing Ray, Peter, and Winston. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, that's, that's going to be everybody's oh, highlight, yeah. I'm sure. But... Uh, it just, you know, makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up just seeing them together yeah, again. You know? Absolutely. And, you know, just those ghosts, they just, they have like a Mount Rushmore-like significance. Yeah. yeah. Seeing the four of them to- together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and in a new context for the first time in 30 years. That's right? something that I um, never expected. Um, I mean, they made it seem like in the trailers that Egon would be a ghost, but I never thought we would actually see him. It yeah. just seemed like in the yeah. trailer he was communicating through flashing lights and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Could like get Force Ghost kind of look from you know, yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, I just would have never, ever expected to see Egon as a ghost, but then to see... Egon lined up next to all four of them. You have that epic oh, yeah. shot mm-hmm. where they're all lined up and you see like Winston just like his bug-eyed and Bill <laughs> like keeps just looking over and over like not believing what he's seeing and of course Ray's uh, goofy like wow. Oh yeah, wow, wow. face. So, <laughs> but I mean that was um, that ending was just fucking perfect and yeah. how after that scene with Harold Ramis and when he fades away into the stars or whatever, there was no need for anything else. Like it was just it was over. There. I loved yeah, how yeah. they ended that film. There was no wind down, watching these no characters settle the into end. their new yeah. life. You yeah. know, it just was done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved was it that. just credits right after that, or did was there a wrap up scene? I, I mean, they did like the mid credit and post credit scenes. Those but were yeah, pretty much the wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Like he yeah. faded away up into the sky, and then it just said for Harold yeah. and the credits yeah, started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you know as the credits are rolling. You know, it's like the three Ghostbusters names, Annie Potts, and then it says Anne Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I know. I was we like, where was her? she at? And then all and of a sudden you see the card and I'm is. like, there she is. What'd you uh, guys think of that? That was great. That scene, yeah. 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 It was um, good. Yeah, it's just good to see them still together and... Sure. You know, we had a lot invested in that relationship from the first two movies, so... Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know. 
Yeah, good to see. I, they I, I actually, mean, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there was any other way they could have used her character. Mm-mm. Yeah, but. the the first two movies, like every ghost thing that was happening, was centric around her. So, like to have her like any major role in there, especially if like the ghost came anywhere in vicinity, like her vicinity would be, yeah, a little corny. I think right. at this mm-hmm. point, like. Why is everything happening to Dana Barrett? It's like yeah. it's like the ghosts are coming to the Ghostbusters. I was, so are they I, married at the end? In, I don't in know if they're married. Think? I mean, I would assume they're just hanging out at least together. Or at least yeah. They, yeah. They, I guess the implication is they've been together all these years. Yeah, right. At least you know since the events of Ghostbusters two. And they just started learning how he did the cards. That <laughs> yeah, I guess that never came up in the last 30 years <laughs> until just now, yeah. That was, it was great, but I mean, that, that whole thing. I loved watching his ass get shocked. Though. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty funny. But, um, what do we used to do to the guys? <laughs> yeah, it was just silly. I guess kind of silly, too, at the same time that they would be sitting there, like, shocking each other. This <laughs> thing. But uh, anyway, Andy, uh, things you loved about um, the film. Like you said, the bringing all the old Ghostbusters back was great. Mm-hmm. I like the change of scenery from, you know, going to a rural setting. That yeah, that was very cool because everything you know, especially with Marvel being so prominent for the yeah. past years, is in New York. So it was mm-hmm. it was cool to take a break from that. Uh, I thought pretty much all of the cast was great. Uh, mm-hmm. The mom was kind of wasted, but uh, agreed. Yeah, sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd was <laughs> always charming. <laughs> I don't think he know. I don't think he can't be charming. <laughs> no, <laughs> eh, that's, I don't know. that's. I like. That's yeah. All good. Ryan, quick theory. We only like the movie because Paul Rudd was in it. That, that's why they put him in it. Fair point. They're like, no one can hate this movie. If Paul Rudd's in it. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, for me, um, I mean, obviously the original cast was always a, a bonus. I don't think you're gonna hear many people say uh, uh, no to that. But uh, the music, the, the soundtrack, I think really made it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that they did Egon, where he was um, pretty much unseen but guiding the whole uh, right. movie. But kind of that forced ghost look, if you will, at the end. Um, yeah, like why didn't he look like a blob that was like chewing on shit? It <laughs> like, was not like, decayed and stuff. There's, there's yeah. a very specific thing happening with very specific types of ghosts. You know, like he can just show up as an apparition looking like himself where this dude. So yeah. What was Slimer? When he was alive, was he like an right. investment banker or right. something. We talked about that on the was, show years ago, and I think yeah. we <laughs> determined that he was uh, was that with even might have actually been with Robin Shelby. But uh, we were talking oh, about how been, he was yeah. probably like a fat dude that was a bowler or something right. and <laughs> had a heart attack in that hotel. Where uh, was well. Bill Murray from uh, Kingpin with the comb over? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Uh, I mean, all of that was done really well. Um, I mean, I, I don't think the script could have been much different than what it was. I mean, there was so much about it that I liked. Uh, I would I'll agree with Andy, uh, the mom situation. Uh, I can't think of too many things that I loved so much more. Oh, the traps for sure. The giant yeah. field, like of traps mm-hmm. or, or what they did with the uh, the proton packs in the pit. Oh, that yeah. was awesome to see how that like worked. The, the techno- okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. The technology of it. Love the technology of it. Uh, how they kind of brought back the old, but... Didn't give us necessarily anything new, but something a little different of what was done with it. It was very much kind of like a progression. Force Awakens Ghostbusters. Eh, Looking back yeah. at it, um, you know, Munchers, your BB-8 for the most part. <laughs> um, you know, they kind of mimic the whole Slimer scene and the ballroom scene. Um, I don't know. I, I there were more things I was thinking of, but I didn't write down, unfortunately, that hark to that. Not that it's a bad thing. Um, sure, it was. It was. Uh, 
I mean, Fantastic. Phoebe and podcast are obviously Ray and Finn. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah, there, there's so <laughs> many similarities. Right? Oh, yeah, I guess I never even thought about that. I guess, uh, I mean, aside from Paul Rudd and the mom, uh, which I didn't lay on heavy, I was glad there was no, uh, like, love thing mm-hmm. happening. You yeah. know, it always just pulls me the fuck out of a right. movie. I don't care about that shit. Jack, thoughts? Would you love? Phoebe was well done. Yeah. She, was she was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. I, I kind of expected her to be the, like, the stereotype nerd. Instead of the quiet... <laughs> like the girl from genius. She's All That or something? Like yeah. Just put something. glasses on her and expect her to be a nerd? <laughs> but no, she was just a normal, quiet, smart person that yeah. ended up... Her know. look, her behavior, everything was... Um, it was on point. Very on point, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because watching interviews with the cast uh, before the release... And I see what she actually looks like. It's it's hard to think that. Uh, yeah. Now, mind right. you, that was probably what filmed two or three years ago. So right. she probably has you know grown because they're all those kids, those Stranger Thing kids that grew like fucking weeds. You oh know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and and you know, like you said, they're three years younger. So you watch them now in interviews. Even that podcast kid is. You know, his, like his voice has dropped. Big beard. Yeah, and his voice has <laughs> dropped bro. now. And he, yeah, it's, he sounds completely different in interviews. But you know, this is the kid's first gig. Really, Ghostbusters. Oh, I'll be darned. <laughs> I thought it was awesome when she found his Egon's glasses and held them up, and they were the same exact shape as his. That mm-hmm. was cool. Uh, yeah, when was she like, was going awesome. through uh, the stuff in the in the cellar down there. Yeah, just all the interactions, like when she was interacting with his ghost. I forgot about that stuff. When he was like shining light on the PhDs on the wall and like opening drawers, like even looking in the background, part. seeing all the jars full of fungus molds yeah. and spores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, look, he's still we at got it. To see his collection. Yeah. The crunch bar and Twinkie <laughs> stuff was laid on a little heavy. Like just because he was like eating one of each in the first film, it's like a lifelong obsession of his. <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch the Twinkie too much. I knew it had something to do with the earlier ones. I but. guess I didn't even see it, but I've heard people say it was there. It was in his locker. I think was there was the crunch bar. Was in his. It was, it was, it was in his shirt it was pocket. Shirt yeah. pocket. Yeah. Right. Was the, twi- the Twinkie? I think was in his locker. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a big Twinkie. Yeah. yeah I missed. Right. I missed that. Yeah. I missed that. Um, you had a thing for the sweets. Surprised they didn't bring up Chinese food. Oh yeah. I, so that's from. I'm being facetious, but yeah. well, no, that's a Ghostbusters <laughs> two yeah. reference. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And one didn't they have Chinese food in the first one too? Oh, shit, oh they, they did. They, you're right. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. They did have Chinese food. They went to the goddamn restaurant. It's like this All represents right. the last of our money. Yeah, yeah. No, they were eating the Chinese <laughs> food in the firehouse. Well, no, but, when but she in the new the... movie, Paul Rudd and the mom go to get Chinese food. Oh, yeah. They're driving around town. Oh, they did. They did. So oh, she man. likes Chinese food. Oh, that's right. Because like it was man. warm Chinese yeah. food or tempered. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess what I'm about to say actually goes in the griping category. So I'll save it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, you guys have pretty much tapped on everything I was going to say. Uh, the opening, the very initial opening scene, I thought was fucking incredible. Uh, where the, it shows the the mountain with the big ring of clouds around it, mm-hmm. like shit's about to happen. And you just see that single proton beam, like beam mm-hmm. go up. And, oh my God, that mm-hmm. in itself put chills down my spine. I had Music no idea perfect. what was happening in the very beginning. Because I, was, well, I, don't I think wasn't sure if that I was I like, is that Egon? Is that him? Oh, that's Egon. Yeah, and then, yeah, you, oh, can, you barely Egon. see his silhouette just before he dies, mm-hmm. holds up the trap, and I'm like, that okay, that is him. Yeah, um, that was amazing. I'm going to, again, emphasize what Ryan was saying, turning the house into a trap, and the thing with the four proton packs, you know, aimed right mm-hmm. to cross the streams pit. and to push the door shut oh, over man. and over was fucking 
brilliant. Like because there was a, like a PK a PKE meter, meter yeah. rig to that when it went off. Yep. Then the packs would come it would, on. Like it would go up as the the closer they got to the top, it would go off, and then all of a sudden the packs would charge up and then shoot it back down. God, that was fucking awesome. And I was just like, that's just, that's fucking brilliant. But then, well, the practical effects too, because like you know, obviously the beams are CGI, but the mm-hmm. practical effects of the actual devices moving up and down. so they built contraptions for that. I mean, the, the practical effects when they use them are really great. Mm-hmm. They were good. Let me tell you, yeah. they were good. I know. Um, I mentioned to myself, I was like, the earthquakes. Once the mm. all the proton packs went <laughs> off, I was like, that's the earthquake. Yeah. Yep. Aha moment for everyone on that one. <laughs> um, another thing was the uh, Kenner toy references. Uh, first with the Ecto One, the side seat that comes out the back. Didn't the toy originally do yeah. that? Yes. Yeah, and well, this right, is the first t- time now, we've seen the actual Ecto One do did that. Did the cartoon have the side seat? I, I don't uh, remember. I think it yes. did. Yeah, okay. I think it did. Yeah, I, I, but I couldn't. I, I know it, it had one on because the Kenner toy came but... from the cartoon series. That yeah. came from the cartoon. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, and again, the uh, the purple um, ghost that comes out of the wall, like when shit's going crazy with the great big eyeball here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, is a direct. It's one of the actual toys that was never on the movie or in mm-hmm. the cartoon. You know, just kind of one I of their mad populations. Shit up! Like, what if we had a toilet that ate people? That's gross. <laughs> now we've got a fridge. Like, I swear the toys are like. They could have pulled so many great ones off the cartoon. Like, uh, guys, you guys remember the Boogeyman? Like, the kind of horse hoof feet, oh, yeah. giant nose head. Like, that scared the shit. Oh, yeah. With that, it had, like, an enormous head with, yeah. like, pointy ears. Like, like pointy wasn't that, ears? like, an Egon-centric episode where he was, like, traumatized? Yes. Because, yeah, I remember that. Or maybe it was Ray. It was Egon. It was, it was Egon. Oh, but, yeah. But that would have been a great toy. But, no, they gave us, like... There was a football player that football. bent over and his back opened up into a mouth. Like, what? He wasn't in the cartoon. I'll show you how to take a shit. But it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just get right to the problems. It's time it's, to bitch. It seems like that's where the meat and taters are. David, what you got? Okay, my own... I, you know, I know you guys have a lot of other things, so I'm, I'm going to only throw out one thing. And that, that bothers me. You know, I, I'm always thinking about the mathematics of things. When was Egon's daughter born? That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. You, that was because, a good point you raised. Because, you know, these movies happen in real time. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ghostbusters, you know, the first one was 84, then 89, and then now 2021. Right. 2020. Well, but it Tech. said 21 oh, on did the it? wall okay. in the temple. Oh, they yeah. Okay. They probably, they probably oh, had to change right. it yeah, when they moved right. the release date. Yep. Checkpoint date. Well, I, <laughs> the wheels are always spinning. I'm out of here. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Wait in the hall. No, so, so anyway, but, but they're occurring in real time. So let's just say right after Ghostbusters 2, Egon got busy and had a had his daughter like the year following that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's 30 years. So this girl, his daughter would only be 30 years old. Now it is possible for her to have a 15-year-old son as a 30-year-old woman. Right. She <laughs> But she doesn't look 30 years old. She's no. not bad looking, but she doesn't look 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So that's uh, that's one scenario or the other is that he she was already born you know prior to Ghostbusters 2 or even Ghostbusters 1. Yeah. 
She would but, have had to been born before the first one. I mean, to for her age, the way she looks and everything. Yeah, because I actually not. looked that up, and the actress is forty. Yeah, she's forty. So she would have had to looks, have been. Yeah, I bet so you she could figure been. it out with some of the snippets on his wall that she saw. Okay. Mm. Say Maybe. what? All the the newspaper clippings and stuff he had on in the lab that she found. Yeah. That he was actually you know watching her he was through her life, life and stuff the whole time. Right. But right. But how does that track his like? Her her birth date or anything does Maybe it they doesn't answer in with those snippet? because she always yeah. says my dad left yeah but then she said also I never met him which didn't make any so, damn sense oh yeah you're right it's like, it's like well which is it um, yeah he left her you know I, there I was a lot it, of which which is it in this movie yeah, yeah. so you know and, and that's not a big deal but it's just something that I clarity. That's it. Yeah, I just need clarity on that. <laughs> my my witch is it moment. I think a lot of people's is um, Ray saying that the old firehouse was now a Starbucks, and then at the end of the movie yeah, we clearly no see Starbucks. it's not. It's just it was abandoned. It's just sitting there. Bought it yeah. And a lot of, yeah, maybe he yeah. bought it and said, "Get the hell out of here, Starbucks." Yeah, but it was like all Dumped dusty and like <laughs> shit looked abandoned. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like I saw a, a lot of Facebook factory. comments about that, and they. A lot of people took it as just a joke because there's Starbucks on every corner, pretty much. Yeah, so they right. Just and that is well, no maybe. joke about New York City. So yeah, yeah. yeah the, well, I guess that's a way to comb it off my conscience, but right. it doesn't really uh, answer. But when they at, when you saw it at the end, it was like, wait, wasn't that a Starbucks? Hmm. And when you saw the firehouse at yeah. the end, yeah. you realized. Yeah. Oh, this oh, is I thought you were saying. Starbucks. Okay, I misunderstood you. I'm sorry. But it was a joke. Maybe it was the way he delivered it. I mean, the old firehouse is a Starbucks instead of... Maybe uh, he yeah. slipped a probably in there. Maybe it's probably a Starbucks. Huh? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go back in and uh, edit. further edit it. It'll be nice when this comes out on like Blu-ray so you can pause and look at all the stuff Egon yeah. had on the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, when there was a... Uh, on YouTube, there's a walkthrough of the farmhouse with Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, they just kind of go through all the props and how specifically everything was placed. And I remember Jason Reitman saying that Vigo was going to be mentioned or referenced somehow in this in like interviews before it came out, but that obviously didn't happen. In that walkthrough... The only Ghostbuster 2 references are things just sitting around the house. And the toaster that's on the kitchen and the counter is the actual toaster. I guess they put the goo in from the mm-hmm. second film. Yeah. And it's just little shit like that that I, I guess he was referring to that ties the second movie into this. But um, I didn't even notice the fucking toaster in the no, movie. I, <laughs> I did read about that later, though. But Yeah. I mean, who's, you know, he moved across country like he did, but who's taking the toaster? Like. <laughs> Right. I mean, um, I someone who's like po. Po. I had I the mood slime that he slept with. Yeah, so right. Bring yeah. I mean, they, they had toaster connection. So. <laughs> According to Ray, he took everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Where were we? Uh, well, we were bitching. Yeah. But who's, I, I, who's I think, bitching? I think I'm, I, I'm done bitching for now. Okay. Um, we were talking about this when we left the theater, but uh, what about Phoebe's phone call with Ray made him so urgent that they all had to, Yeah. you know, hop to and drive out to wherever the hell and so I, you know unless Winston flew him out on a private jet they would have had to well yeah yeah him. I mean he probably did he's got the money big money win big money <laughs> so so I don't know if you guys have heard anything since then like no and no yeah I, the, the content of their conversation didn't seem yeah, like, urgent enough that Ray would be like Guys, we gotta get the hell to Oklahoma right now. I wonder how much like time in the movie had passed between the time she made that call and the time they showed up. I that, mean, that's a question. Was right? it like still within like two days? Or? Days. It wasn't. Didn't seem it very didn't, long. Yeah, it didn't no, seem yeah. like there was. I would have liked to have seen a side 
sidebar where he's like, he has to go visit Peter and Winston and guys, we're going to Oklahoma. <laughs> them, them having cocktails on Winston's private jet. Or, yeah. you know. Sitting in the oh, infinity yeah. pool on the type of top of a high right. rise. In a true 80s montage style. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, Shows guys, working out. I guess we got the tools and we're, I guess we got the talent. No limits. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I did like that we got a whole um, story arc for Winston. Yeah. Rather than that just being nice. a, I just want my steady paycheck. Yeah. That was you know, a like, big thing. Didn't yeah. he say that in this movie? Steady paycheck. He said something like, I was just a guy that wanted a yeah. steady paycheck. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me now. And that's a big Twinkie. Just keep saying all those classic one-liners. Kind of funny because that's kind of almost the whole thing that Ernie had said when we had him on the show talking about his role as Winston. That that's he was just the working oh, yeah. man that just needed a paycheck, so right. he just showed up and. But yeah. he had mentioned then that his character was never fleshed out. He said something yeah. about that in that episode. I, I can't remember what I, he there said. There was though. yeah, there was something that I think he had to say, bring up or something to put him back on track to it find was out. very unexpected though i would have i could have never guessed in a million years that uh winston you know would be this big ceo and he would be the one to reopen the ghostbusters mm-hmm. you know yeah. but mm-hmm. i love that I, oh yeah loved it love that the concept yeah and i think that's he's like a lot a lot of that has genuine to, of them all yeah. yeah and that a lot of that probably has to do with ernie hudson's commitment to the fan culture you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah. sure 100%. You know, it, he would be the one to. It just carry makes that on. sense. Yeah, it really yeah does. because the other three were so like scatterbrained and yeah. always like, how are we going to pay the bills? I don't know. Let's go fuck with fungus, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then Peter, who didn't take anything seriously at all, but Except somehow was a very yeah. All right. Somehow he's still a very successful scientist or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ryan, bitching. Mm, bitching, bitching. Uh, both the previous points. Uh, issues that I had to, to your point Andy <laughs> so okay what made them want to come you know mm-hmm. and it was so urgent but then not only do they show up but they show up in their uh, outfits with their proton packs mind you so assumably they built more proton pads, packs after Egon left because they said Egon took all of them which is pretty evident when you see yeah he had at least at, at least five everywhere. of them right yeah. like right. four yeah. in the pit and then one in and the one house, in house and, yeah. and, right and so, so you kind of had that, and it was like, oh, okay, they've got the proton packs. And so my th- I kind of went for a moment. So if they did show up just to pay, let's say, homage to them, were they going to give them, like, a three-proton gun salute? You know, like, <laughs> just, like, shooting in the air, like, for you, old friend. Yeah. You know, and cross the streams and, you know, sparklies. And, um, uh, the, oh, geez, I, you know, I made a list. Right after the movie, and then over a couple days. Uh, Something else I was going to say was uh, when Egon was putting all that up in the mine, why didn't he just throw uh, Evo Shandor's body down the hole or something? Yeah, why would you just leave him sitting there? <laughs> oh, there's a dead guy. That cares. <laughs> Looks impeccable. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure nothing can come from this. I mean, Egon had to know why the body was there. Yeah. Right? I mean, he was yeah. so uh, knowledgeable on Gozer and everything Gozer. Yeah, right. Why was his body there? Because all he did was just get ripped in half. Well, yeah, that, that was a little... Uh, anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. But I, I like the concept of it. I wish they would have played on it a little bit more. Like, let him have a little more screen time. Mm-hmm. But um, 
That was I like the idea of it. It was creepy just I mean, finding a body his whole down life there. To it was very like Stalin Gozer and that whole call built the mine. He built the whole call, and then you know when Gozer came back, he was going to be the loyal servant, and then Gozer's just like. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Rip you right in half. Well, his problem was he wanted to be a co-god. Like, I was yeah, also yeah, a god. Yeah, yeah, right. Gozer's like, fuck you. You yeah. know, like, who are you? And the thing is, really, did he do much of anything? Did Gozer have come back anyway? Probably. Mm -hmm. He yeah. just mined the alloy that, you know, harnessed right. the... Uh, I... Jeez. I, I, I would say my biggest complaint, really... I Earlier I said the um, kind of weird... Uh, kid romance thing, but you know, whatever. That's that's hit or miss. That's whatever. Div movies being written different ways these days. Any scene with that kid from Stranger Things is hard for me because he just looks like <laughs> puberty incarnate. Like he <laughs> kind of, yeah. You know, and it's just there's never he looks awkward, out of place everywhere. So gangly, gangly, yeah. and yeah. just yeah. I'm just waiting for his voice to crack and everything. You know. <laughs> Doesn't kind of look like he fits in in any situation he's in, but they kind of sh shoehorn him in there, you know. He's never been one of my. I mean, nothing against him. He's a great actor, right. and I like everything he's in. But uh, for some reason, I just not a big. Uh, no, uh, honestly, my biggest complaint was just would be. A, a he's just grotesque. The little plot holes, <laughs> um, and maybe not even plot holes, but the lack of backstory. So going back to what you said, David, with um, the daughter, which my thought in that is that she probably was. Um, like, like, we had kind of talked about this before, but I feel like he probably slept with somebody when he was a professor or, uh, you know, in, in college. Right. He didn't know about her. Maybe he found out, you know, the mom came out during the Ghostbusters fame. Oh, hey, he's got money now. Hey, by the way, this is your daughter. And he's like, nah, you know, I, I, got, I got shit. I got shit. Yeah. Or maybe maybe she thought that the that Egon was crazy. Or, or that. Or, you know, one of those crazy Ghostbusters. And, you Which know, I don't was. want my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want my daughter. She knew Walter Peck a little bit too much. So. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was Walter Peck's ex wife. Oh. Snap. Um, I mean, the guy had no dick. Here. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that. The Ghostbusters showing up. Um, just the, the little inconsistencies in the story. I yeah. did not like it first when, uh, when she calls uh, Ray at his bookstore and then he goes on and just like this Egon bashing like spiel that he goes Egon on. Egon Spangler can rot in hell. And, and I, I kind of like my heart hurt a little bit. I'm like, but they were best yeah. pals. And then that's all resolved in the end of the movie. I, I think maybe that could have been handled differently. I, I don't know. That whole thing did not make sense to me because... It didn't feel organic. Not only that, but what Ray went on to say was that he kept you know, Egon kept talking the end of the world and we didn't know what to do. And then one day he just took everything and left. And it just seems silly that nobody would believe him. Yeah. Like he's right. the smartest guy on the team. One, two, they've already dealt like with this shit. shit. Been right. through, yeah. And like the end of the world seems unconceivable when you like, You've already sense. stopped the end of the world once. That like, Ray having his bookstore on the occult and stuff where they, I mean, they found all yeah. the Gozer yeah. writings yeah. and stuff uh, of like all that. the people to not believe him. It, it feels yeah. like an afterthought. How could you not side with in. Egon and just be like, "Fuck these guys!" Like, right. I'm out of here. I yeah. gotta stop this. They're not gonna help me. It, it, it is. It's like it's almost like an afterthought. Like they wrote out the movie script. Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta fit the old guys in here. How are we gonna do that? All right, uh, Ray's pissed. Egon. 
It just um, it just didn't make uh, sense to me that anyone, with, especially in the Ghostbusters uh, firehouse, would think he was crazy talking mm-hmm. that way. Unless it's an after effect of the mood slime, but then right. Winston. <laughs> now you're reaching. <laughs> you're yeah. really going First out this the guy's list. sleeping with the slime, and now he says Gozer's back. All right. Fuck him. Get him out of here, boy. <laughs> All right. Um, is that over you now? Yeah. Uh, my only issues I, were... Probably just towards the the end. Well, one was with the kids when they went to the the mine. Like they're they're at the restaurant and stuff, and everyone's working. Half of them aren't even doing anything, but they're in the uniforms. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know how it was when I was a teenager working, but then they all just get up and leave. So yeah. Is there anyone at the restaurant working? <laughs> still? They just stop working. The manager's yeah. like, God damn, all those kids left again. Yeah. That's why I can't get any business. Well, I mean, I remember at that age standing around at jobs with employees, fellow employees, and. Uh, I mean, we've known people who just up and walk straight out of jobs. I think yeah, or walk in and, and grab red. free food. <laughs> yep. I'd yep. always hang out. I mean, I'd hang out where so I worked not all the time of. off the clock. So right. I, I kind of get it, but it was just kind of weird. Yeah. But uh, after that, towards the end, uh, when the mom was possessed and she pulls off her dress and had the nice oh. shiny one, yeah. I was like, yeah. where the hell did this come from? <laughs> that throwback was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Paul Rudd the coming over. Maybe they should gatekeeper wear again. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's Gozer. Gozer likes his gatekeepers looking. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, my bitch to look fine. Yeah, very specific like, look he likes for them. ZZ Top style. She likes legs. Is, what is Gozer? Uh, uh, it's whatever right, right. it wants to be. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah that's true. Yeah. He came um, back as a slorg or whatever. Slorg. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Slorg. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis said that in the. In the I don't remember the whole quote, but I don't it's, remember that. Yeah. it's Lewis when uh, Vin has his body is possessed his body, and he's talking about one one of the forms Gozer came in was that of a giant slorg. Oh, when he's, so when he's uh, in the, the back of the truck, yeah. yeah. yes. but, but I can't remember the whole quote. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, something I was very upset by. I felt convinced we'd see a little something of Rick Moranis yeah. in this. But yeah. remember my theory: who's driving the Ecto One into the firehouse at the end? I'm just gonna believe it. I'm just I gonna. I'm just gonna. For my own benefit, I'm just gonna say it was Lewis. And Winston, you know, is standing there watching him pull in and. Like, God damn, he's got Lewis. I had a theory. Now, I, I remember asking you guys after the film, like through text message, I seemed to like when the film was over and you saw the Ecto-1 going back to New York, I felt like there were like police escorts around the car. But I cannot remember for sure. And I feel like David said you don't remember that I at all. I feel like I just remember the lights. I just remember seeing the lights on the bridge. The lights on the Ecto-1 <laughs> as they're driving into New York. I, just, I thought it was just the siren lights on the. That's what I, I mean, I saw that, but I felt like there were cars ahead, like squad cars ahead. Well, that may be. It, I, but, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to watch it again. Yeah. Try to pick up more stuff. Here's but. a funny thing about watching it again, watching it again, and this is how creepy our fucking cell phones are. Okay. Right. So the night after we saw the film, I got on YouTube and found videos where people were just filming the ending in the theater. So I brought up my phone recorder. Because I knew this shit was going to get pulled off at any second. And mm-hmm. I recorded it to my camera roll. Okay. okay. And after I did that, I was able to watch it any fucking time I wanted. While that video was still on YouTube. That video has now been pulled from YouTube. And this video that I screen recorded on my phone in my camera roll of the film mm-hmm. won't work anymore. Really? What? I swear to Christ. Isn't that creepy? So this, that is next level. Man. That's, that's next phone. level. 
just like they would scan YouTube with the algorithm. Yeah, to find it's it. it's. I, I didn't download it. I recorded it with screen recorder. Right. So you think it'd be it'd be more safe? And then I, yeah. I like edited it in itself. I clipped the the front and back off to isolate the thing, you know, and it won't won't play. And you actually watched it. Like I watched it several times before. It was the whole ending where uh, Harold is doing the thing with the family before he fades Weird. away. And it, yeah, it quit working the second I got pulled off YouTube. Mm-hmm. before the screen recorder um, to take a video, and it'll it'll look like it's recording. Uh, I think I tried to do it with Netflix, just to send a clip. It's oh, just yeah. black. And it's just black. Yeah. Yeah. The streaming yeah. services won't let you do that at all. Yeah, yeah, it won't record at all. But on YouTube, you can. And it worked until YouTube pulled that video. Then the video in my camera roll was That's fucked. weird how that works. Mm-hmm. Scary. Very scary. Yeah, it is. Goddamn Bill Gates and Zuckerberg. Um, Big Brother's always watching one other, you. one other gripe. <laughs> Go for it. Paul Rudd coming over to the wife and saying, I like your eyes. And then whatever else he mumbled. I, I didn't catch what it was, but I was like, this is stupid. This part is kind of dumb. Is it because yeah. you're so enamored with him that you, you got lost Are you talking in his, lost in his eyes, actually? <laughs> like her eyes? What about yours? Yeah. yeah. Was this uh, when he was bringing the kids back home at the farmhouse? Like when they were no, having... No, when they, they were possessed. When they right? were possessed, yeah. Oh, okay. They were talking both. in the deep voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and she I, had the red eyes. and When she was in the chair when the kids got home and mm-hmm. there was no mom, there was only Zoom. That was amazing. Yeah, I thought that was, that was great. The way she jumped out of the chair like a cat and yeah, shit, like right. on the other side of it. And Her panting was great, too. About it. No, no. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. That's right. Um, Snarl for me, mommy. <laughs> the, when the cop... When she, when Phoebe wanted to call somebody, and he's like, "Who are you gonna call?" Like, oh, one yeah. saw that, that coming was, a mile away. And yeah. Oh. yeah, the it, fact that it was Ray, oh. I didn't think it was she was actually gonna call one of them. No, but I was just like, "Oh, come on!" Why that makes me that think of uh, my mind. I was. Have going you ever this. seen the Ernie Hudson is in an episode <laughs> of How I Met Your Mother? No, I. Uh, okay, Mar- you know Jason's called Marshall. Yes, he's running around. He's trying to call his wife, but he doesn't have a phone. And he goes up to this random guy on the street. Excuse me, sir. Turns around, it's Ernie Hudson. Oh and, and he's like, shit! He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ernie Hudson! Oh my god! Um, can I borrow your phone? He just looks at me. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> <laughs> looks at the camera. Ting. Yeah. <laughs> A cheese factor, like you could smell it. It's so stinky. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Um, the guy's walk-on was cool, but it seemed like they were um, just as wrapped up in the moment as the audience was. Like, they kind of came on like, yeah, we are back, aren't we? You know, yeah. like, And it just seemed very uh, kind of unnatural. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not tearing that moment down. It was still no, fucking awesome when they walked on. You know, and it, it was almost like they were doing a comedy bit for themselves for each other like are you a god oh, come yeah. on ray you nah, know what to say was, now you know like that was were, perfect they were, yeah, yeah oh yeah i loved that but part. they were like joking around with each other kind of like you remember yeah. what happens next <laughs> you know <laughs> um bill murray uh or peter talking shit to gozer was fun again i mean that's that always fun. fun when he yeah. just starts his rants and his flirting goes with nonchalant him. flirting with her yep <laughs> we'll just um, maybe. but one thing that really <laughs> bugged me was with their coming on was their solution to Gozer was crossing the streams on Gozer. Instantly. And that's not yeah. what um, you do. You know, the, the crossing the streams like closes the door yeah. through that world. Yeah, yeah. Gozer, right, it sealed the... Yeah, but they, they were so, they were almost cocky. All right, we got this. Come on, boys, cross the streams. Very you know cocky what about to do. it, yeah. Yeah, we've <laughs> been there, done that, right? And then they're like, yeah. she's uncrossing the streams. 
Oh yeah, because she was like wrapping herselves in it. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. I, I thought it was a little too for a while, right, early yeah. for them to do that because they were sitting there shooting her, and then all of a sudden they just okay, we're just gonna cross the stream. Yeah, right. they didn't mention. Well, it, I, I think they, yeah. did. It. I think they just thought, oh, yeah, oh that word this worked this. last time, better yeah. just do it again. And then they, was, I would think Ray would be smarter than that, but apparently not. No, apparently not. Um, go see Gons over there, like oi. Another thing I had a kind of grievance with was I was confused, and maybe you guys can answer some of these grievances if I miss something, but as to why Egon's ghost would lead Phoebe to that trap in the floor. Because what else is she going to do but open that shit and start the apocalypse? Yeah, yeah I was confused by that. Just seemed, yeah, I mean, did he want her to let that ghost out? I don't know. Maybe I missed something. I, there not, could I, be. I can't think of why it would be beneficial to let that ghost out maybe just to open but, the rabbit hole to find out yeah what's and maybe happening. that's right to get her on what the else right could path, it be other yeah, than that yeah. yeah but uh, that I mean, just, she hasn't done that we want to have the movie yeah of course <laughs> or in the same <laughs> very yeah, crucial to the plot no yeah. doubt but uh at the same time you know uh, after you watch a movie and you love it you you start thinking about shit and like, oh, oh yeah hey wait a minute but, well i mean the first time i saw all the star wars sequels i was like oh my god yeah <laughs> you know yeah. i was like you know then then you come you go home you start thinking wait a minute i got bamboos <laughs> <laughs> what no what about the way uh, Gozer actually looked? Uh, Gozer and the Ghostbusters had red eyes. This Gozer, like, black, black eyes. eyes and, yeah. uh, the hair was a little more bouffant, I guess. <laughs> a it little wasn't bit. wasn't quite as much of a flat. Top. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Again, splitting hairs was bitching here. I mean, it's not a big deal. She looked fine, but it just yeah. wasn't. Maybe she had a makeover. I feel like if I was if I was dressing that person as Gozer, I could have done a little bit better. If you had a flat well, top thirty you know, years ago and you let it grow, it's gonna be a little poofier. They 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 didn't really advertise the fact that that's Olivia Wilde. Is it really? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. her. They didn't like. Wow, I would have never guessed. Yeah, me either. Yeah, no, that was her. Yep. Wow. Wow. They really did her up for the part. I would say so. I would say so. It was cool how they did the body, too, because in the first film, it just looked like a zip-up, like, body suit. leotard yeah. With, yeah. with spanglies on it. With but a bubble. There were uh, bits of this bubble. Had, yeah, it had, yeah. like, crystal-looking, like, protrusion horn-looking things, that, and you could see this, like, light surging around through inside mm-hmm. the body, like, through it. Right. It was pretty cool. That original suit uh, is still around, if I recall, uh, but it doesn't look great. It's all yellow. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was like the bubbles on it had were all popped. And, yeah, yeah so. but yeah, yeah, I don't know. But but it, I thought the new one looked good. Oh yeah, it looked amazing. There's not no, no problems, but a little more like the original goes are like you said. I like the yeah. red eyes. The eyes were the biggest thing for me. Like she just had like dull black eyes, like a doll's eyes. Like a doll's eyes, but um, all the same, still looked awesome. Are you quoting dolls again? Um, how did the mini puffs end up at the final battle? Oh yeah, that's one thing that just doesn't rest well with me, other than to give podcasts something to do. Yeah, and for yeah. them to recognize the old guys. Why which, were they in it to begin with? But how? Yeah, really. I mean, I understand the fan service of having him in the Walmart scene, and it should—I just kind of should have been left there. But like, I just keep I thinking, it. like. How did they end up at the end? Like, were there, like, you have groceries in the back of the Ecto or something? Like, what the well, fuck? Yeah, they, they I can't think of how they got there. Well, but, but think about how the original Stay 
Puck was brought into reality, right? Because yeah. they yeah, but they showed up like wish. riding in the Ecto right. One. It's not like they were summoned on the scene. Like they showed up with the Ghostbusters. Like they were like infesting inside the Ecto One. Well, that's what I mean. Like so, they <clears throat> they were wished upon. So like, who brought them this time? Like I could see if they would had a scene. Let's say the Ghostbusters got into town early, and they're going around like, oh shit's getting crazy. And then you have Ray, and he's in Walmart, and he's looking at marshmallows, and then all of a sudden. They start popping to life because mm-hmm. he's thinking about it. And he's like, oh, not again. You, you know, yeah. like that makes more sense. The fact it would have been like if they would have put Slimer in there, but because it makes no sense. Slimer would be in there. Slimer's a New York ghost. He's probably still chilling in New York somewhere. Maybe he's still alive. Well, you know, maybe well, we had that, uh, that containment posters. unit at the end maybe that was in rumbling in the wall. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's in there? Right. Any any quick theories I, on that? No, uh, I just I no idea. Hope, yeah. I hope well, it's not we get. I hope no. we get to yeah, find I mean, out. It's not Vigo. It's not Vigo, right? They yeah. both got kerbluted. Yeah. Really, there shouldn't know, be anything blown in up inside a painting. Up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, What's I, that? Stay puff. after it blew up, there should be nothing in there left. Yeah, I can't think of what that would. be. What do you mean after it blew well, up? Well, that was the first movie. Yeah, it was in the second movie. They had the Did they have it still in the second? So, so the, yeah. The, yeah, the first movie it explodes. You know, blah blah blah. They they finish the movie because it exploding opens up the portal for, for Gozer right. through with all the energy. But it's in the second one. Yeah, I think there was like huh. scenes so of him that. like loading traps like during that who are you gonna call? Yeah. Ghostbusters <laughs> montage like when the we're Bobby back Brown montage. Comes in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I hope we get to uh, find out what's in that dun, containment dun, dun, unit. I hope they it's magic. I hope they I hope they finish that, you know. I hope they continue I think the they story. Will. I mean they yeah. It's obviously set up for a sequel. You know, obviously this seems to be making a lot of money for them, so... I don't see them doing that scene at the end simply just to stroke Winston's ego or anything. That was set up for something. It's set up. It's definitely set up. They're bringing the Ecto-1 back to the firehouse. It's, you know, he talks about that's his happy place. You know, he did Mm -hmm. everything else for his kids. Ghostbusting was for him because... Why? He has the, the tools, tools and he has, he has the, the talent. talent. I thought it was so funny at the end, you know, he said, you know, Egon was the brains, Ray was the heart, Peter kept everything cool. Yeah. And I said, what did you do? I was the sex, sex appeal. appeal. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell you think? I was the sex like, appeal. He immediately jumped to it, too. Yeah. Like, he was like, it was a dumb question right. to ask. <laughs> Um, here was something, um, and maybe this was answered in the film, but, uh, okay, so you saw in the Gozer pit, like, all the numbers that were written around the wall, and right. it came to be that they were all the different years that Gozer yeah. would attempt to come back. And they seem to be getting, what, closer or, or less? I don't apart, remember, maybe. but oh, we, we obviously know that 2021 and 1984, four, three, four? Yeah, four. Four, yeah. It was held off by the Ghostbusters, but... Every other attempt before, like, what, why, how did Gozer Well, fail? like, I, I know one was 1945, which World War II. Right. You know, but. So what, are Nazis so, fighting off Gozer? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe, Hit, maybe Hitler was Gozer. Right? You know, oh. Something like that. Oh, I, don't know. I never thought of it hmm. like that. Yeah. I didn't see it all the years. I would, I would be keen to go back and look at all the years. Right, yeah. I don't remember wow, any of the other that's years. that's a good point. The only point. other one I remember is uh, 1945. You're probably right about that. Yeah. Because that makes that makes everything make sense yeah. right there. they didn't spell that out, but, you know, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's got to be it. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they said World War II or something like that. Well, they, they did, yeah. but I just figured, like, it's when, like, the coming back is when bad shit is happening in the world. Kind of like in the second movie how bad energy was 
making the slime bubble kind right, of a thing. Right. I, I just, I never put that together that Gozer, because again, Gozer can be whatever it wants to be. Right. It could be Hitler. It could be, holy shit. A giant shit. slorg. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and maybe it was like Gozer is Hitler trying to create better the technology to be able to open a portal. Right. But mm -hmm. it didn't happen. So then after that, then you have uh, Shander shit over there, mm -hmm. you know, digging holes in the earth and whatever his name was. I right. Yeah. Boy, that really, um, I'm going to have to go back and look yeah, at that I, now. I, I haven't researched that. That was just something that just popped in my well, head. Well, that's got to be it. That makes perfect We're sense. We're on to something. It just yeah. popped in. He's on to something. I wouldn't have thought of that shit. I was like, inconsistencies. <laughs> um I think that's really about all the bitching I've got, unless anyone else has anything no, else. No, no, I mean, I mean, there's always things you can pick apart with any film, I, no I, matter how good it is or is. Oh, yeah. I mean. There's one thing I saw a comment on Facebook about was Ecto-1, mm -hmm. and I can't remember in Ghostbusters 2, did the Ecto get destroyed or in no. the first one? No. In the first one, it went down the hole in the streets. Like, it didn't get destroyed. Okay. Cause, yeah, because they drove off in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was There's never destroyed in anything. Someone making a comment that, oh, Ecto-1, it was destroyed. So in Ghostbusters 2, they had the Ecto-1A. And I think the license plate said it that. It does say 1A. You're right. I remember that. And then I just watched it like last The week. logo on the side had the two. And then there was way more gear on the top of the, mm -hmm. right. the roof and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. And I right. argued mm -hmm. that, well, Egon left. And use that gear, you know, for the traps and all that stuff in his lab and stuff, which would make sense. But yeah. then you he came back saying, well, so you changed the license plate and changed the decal on the side, too. And I was like, look, I'm done. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> well, that first one when they bought it was kind of a turd, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it was just a turd. They were making money. Maybe they just bought another one. Yeah, that right. Was yeah. a little nicer. You they know? would have to have so because if the, the license plate one. is Ecto One A, I mean, why right. would it still be just Ecto One if it was wasn't the, yeah. you even know, if it was a, the a same different, car. completely different vehicle? Why not so Ecto One, you right? Know? Yeah. I mean, at least Egon left him one car. <laughs> well, where's <laughs> right, yeah. the One A then? That's the thing. Probably rotten in that firehouse somewhere. Bunch of, bunch it's probably of in one of uh, Big yeah. Wins, Big Winston's, one of his many garages. Or yeah, yeah. he's like Jay, what, Jay Leno with all his cars <laughs> down in the basement of the building. It's where he takes ladies on the first date. You know? I yeah. go, I check out Winston's garage way any day over Jay Leno's garage. Oh yeah. Um, one thing that I thought we would see uh, was at least Venkman's demise. I thought they were going to come back for this, but I thought they would also get killed off because there was so much talk of like Ghostbusters in hell back in the day right. and mm -hmm. all yep. that stuff. Um, Venkman wouldn't come back unless he died. Yeah. That's unless... he took the Harrison Ford approach. I was yeah. certain that it was going to be, if he's coming back, they're killing him off. Yeah. And you know, they don't well, have they to bring him back or he one. doesn't have to come back, but the, what? The yeah. 2016 travesty, he died. Yeah, oh, that's right. Count, but yes. who did Peter? Oh, well, yeah. it wasn't Bankman, but his, his Bill Murray died, got to die. In oh well, so. yeah, but that's come on, guys. <laughs> well, none of them wanted to do that movie anyway. They're all kind of forced into doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. As long as they're a steady paycheck, I'll yeah. do whatever you tell. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, Bill Murray was the uh, the big holdup all those years right, right. well through the whole the whole movie all the movies well yeah like yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, he didn't even want to do the second one yeah really but yeah he was like um, one of those actors who just doesn't like doing sequels period right, right? like yeah. he's you know yeah and and they wouldn't green light the movie sequels. <laughs> yeah they wouldn't green light the movie unless he was in it because i mean if they were to have made a movie in the 90s i can see why they yeah. would not want to do it without bill murray in sure. it. yeah yeah um 
Yeah, and obviously now they can do something completely different, but... I mean, we all knew that we'd get Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson back. Yeah. Um, but obviously Bill Murray. Uh, uh, it was cool to see him on the screen and everything we saw was cool, but I just, uh, you know, the wait and the build-up to having Bill Murray say yes to Ghostbusters again, mm -hmm. eh, I would have liked a little bit more. And he didn't die. Yeah. So I don't think he'll come back. No, he won't come back. I think they... And maybe that's why they included that scene with Dana, is to just kind of give closure on his character. Like, he's living happily ever after. He's old. Leave him alone. He's old. He's with Dana. They're happy. Leave him alone. Yeah. You know, they're but a big wins. Got it. Yeah, yeah. We're moving forward, it's all about big money Winston. Big money Winston. <laughs> I think if they did a consultant, it would be Ray, just because of his book. The book right. Yeah. I think oh, Ray, yeah, I forgot about that. He's like paying the, he's footing the bill for Ray's. Yeah. Ray's one day Ray will turn a profit <laughs> one day, yeah. Not yeah. likely when. You know, Jeremy and I were talking, I think, uh, about it would have been so easy to write Lewis into the movie. Yeah. I mean, if. He could have worked for Winston. He could have been yeah. Winston's assistant. You right. know, that he was the one taking care of the mortgage on Egon's farm and Ray's store all these years. Or maybe he and, just married Janine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a quick awesome. scene where he busts in and starts hounding Winston about tax time coming up or yeah, something like, right? You know, something like that. Just yeah, something yeah. about taxes. Just, yeah. yeah, just he, who's he doing come, your he taxes? Comes, he comes in. He's just a nervous wreck about all taxes and everything. Yeah, and Winston's like, hey, we got this. Or something, you know. Yeah, the money lost. We got the tools and we got the tax. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, accountant. This, this arrays a cult. This we're losing money on this every year. <laughs> Yeah, and Winston has some. I wonder cool how. Uh, I wonder how sick uh, Winston's employees are of hearing him say those lines. I'm giving you the tools and the talent. <laughs> now make me some motherfucking money. <laughs> Anybody turns, else? Turns out at the end, Paul Rudd is the new Lewis. Just the way right. he was kind of rambling. Oh yeah, he was and, definitely yeah. And the that Lewis. shirt he had on, I think, was yeah the way yeah. it was like close. Torn to yeah. You know, it's funny. I didn't. You know, I didn't know obviously that there was going to be a key, another key master and gatekeeper but that's not the way i saw paul rudd's character going i no, didn't, I didn't really see him becoming like the sort of bumbling lewis type character for no. this movie yeah but, yeah but it's definitely what they became yeah um yeah. him and the mom yeah i didn't uh, expect that either i guess i wasn't even really thinking about the key master and the mm -hmm. no gatekeeper but uh your daughter saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. saw it before any of she us said did. that, and I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Oh, shit. And Paul Rudd's lines, I don't know how he has... he The way his delivery is, just like when he got out of the, the dog statue, he's like, oh, my arms are hurting from galloping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the way he says stuff is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's got his good delivery. delivery. is good. Yeah. <laughs> Much and it's funny, like how he, uh, how old is he? He really doesn't age 50, because if you no, start looking like early, early fifties, if uh, you look yeah, back yeah. through uh, movies for the past like thirty years, like yeah. he just kind of pops up in places you think him be like he would be too young to be in this movie, but right. uh, son yeah. of a bitch, there he is. <laughs> I know so much stuff, like just going back randomly. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, that's a young Paul. Well, I guess he's just a little younger than current Paul. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, does anybody else have anything to add on the Ghostbusters? 52, by the way. I think He's we were 52. pretty okay. thorough. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, the, 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 I wish the mom character had been... I get that she hated Egon, sort of, because he left and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But she seemed really hollow as a character. Yeah, yeah I wish they would have given I you wish... more reason to appreciate her uh, instead of just waiting till more the end. Depth. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, at the end, it's all, you know, resolved. Because what you get from her, you're just kind of pre-programmed, just be like, yeah, shut up, you old nag. That's, no. that's what I thought right. the whole time. I'm like, God, why is she being such a bitch? Like, yeah. Just... They're kids. Let them do kid things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and well, like all of Egon's stuff, she's like, oh, yeah, you could take that. Yeah, fuck that guy here. She's like burning piles yeah. out there. And I mean, pissing on it. I suppose just having a life pissing of, uh, <laughs> having a life of, uh, you know, obviously maybe she didn't have a good family life because she mm-hmm. didn't have her dad. And sure. she's obviously had a lot of financial problems and. Maybe Most she definitely. was just kind expecting of expecting some re- relief from her father's death and realizing right. that all she got was a bunch got of shithole house. house. And, yeah. 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 You know, maybe she's a lot of reasons farm. to be bitter. <laughs> yeah. A lot of reasons to be bitter. Right. Oh. But other than that, I, I don't know. That's all I have. Yeah. One I thing. I liked it. I'll go see it again. Oh, oh I can't definitely, wait yeah. until <laughs> I can watch that again. Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to mention that I love is when um, Phoebe was doing the jokes to Gozer to distract her while oh, God, podcast yeah. brought the trap in under one of the dogs. Yeah. That effect of when that trap opened and like a part of Gozer was being pulled Ripped from out. the body uh-huh. was fucking Whoa, incredible. Yeah, and then it, it came back again at the end when all the traps opened, being ripped every which way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was fucking incredible. Yeah. The, the special effects were amazing. Amazing in this movie, mm-hmm. top notch. Amazing. Her jokes were great. Her, her jokes. Were great. Yeah, what was a? <laughs> I loved them. What do you What do you call a fish, fish with no, no eyes? eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, her deliveries on all all that stuff was. Yeah. She was just great. Yeah. they were all good. Yeah. All of them were great. Yeah, you know, I didn't really think I would get that into a movie. Uh, like I remember thinking, like, I hope it's just not about these kids most yeah. of the time. But. They did a great job and really pulled you into the story, and it, you know, I didn't mind a bit. The way they pulled it together, and what would Vin Diesel say? Family, about family. family. Yeah. About family. About family. <laughs> I thought it was great that uh, that Ray listened to a podcast's show. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. uh, the whole time I'm thinking this kid doesn't even have any way for oh, it to be about a, that. You're a right. platform. He just records yeah. a podcast and just has a podcast. Because didn't he say like you're the one? Or you're my yeah, you're my <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you really great. came into your own on the 46th episode. Yeah. Oh, is, that's which right. Which is what uh, he said earlier. Like, yeah. I really yeah. started to hit my stride during the 46th episode. Wow. So, yeah. So Ray was his uh, one and only fan, I guess. Uh, so. I cannot wait to rewatch this movie. Yeah. Fucking Agreed. awesome. But All right. Anything else on that then? Anything other quick points? I just don't want to sound... I want to make a point. I don't want to sound like any of the... Uh, maybe kind of negatives that we had about it were necessarily bad. Like, no. Like, this is so bad that we didn't like the movie, or this is so bad that... It was, oh, no. They were just, like, little things where I think you would nitpick any movie, mm-hmm. but when you have a movie that has a pre-established canon of sorts, mm-hmm. and you don't... And you have plenty of time to flush out this script. Right. <laughs> you, you, you know what More I mean? More than enough time. Yeah. That's what it comes yeah. down to because, the you know, they were sitting around writing it and they're flushing it out and they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. And you think you would dot your I's and cross your T's yeah. and, and they forgot a few and that's all. I love, but I love the movie otherwise. Maybe I it's because they're just in the moment of putting it together and they got to rush to get it together. They need an outside source to come in and <laughs> right. look and be like what so does this look okay but it was uh, i mean it wasn't even an outside source was it It was jason reitman i mean he's been there since uh well i know i mean like they, they'd have it finished and be like hey candair can you watch this and oh, pick pfft. out anything oh yeah right <laughs> right god that'd be awesome um you gotta get in on that gig uh, yeah. you got that right <laughs> We're uh, moving to New York. it's just i love how uh <laughs> I got you times. see kid jason reitman in the second film and he's eventually the one who <laughs> brings on the third oh, yeah. film he's yeah the kid he's like my dad's 
you, you, my dad says you guys are full, full of crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Play the song. <laughs> All right. Let's have fun. God, those oh, lines geez. are horrible. <laughs> Who wants to have fun? What's he? Uh, now you sing. Oh, when uh, when the Statue of Liberty's walking through yeah. the streets, and yeah, Winston yells. Come on, you sing! <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank you guys all for being here. This is fun. It was almost like watching it again without watching That's it. true. Yeah. It's always fun to talk Ghostbusters. So, until next time, Jack, what do we got on the website? Go to KenderPodcast.com where you can listen to the show. Where you can listen to the show. Sure-footed as a mountain goat. <laughs> I did it again. I did it again. Where you can listen to the show, see who's been on the show, see some of our YouTube videos, buy some merch, become a patron, and if you'd like to be a guest, send us an email on our contacts page. And once again, don't forget to find us on on uh, Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. And on that website Jack was talking about, there are two links, merch and Patreon, a way for you to uh, support us and get a little bit in return. And again, don't forget to check us out on the Evergreen Podcast Network uh, at evergreenpodcast.com network's yep. not in the URL no. right uh, and I think that's it that's it I think that's it so again guys thank you for being here so until next time I'm Jeremy Colley I'm Jack Doherty David Phelps Andy Phelps Egon uh, Ryan Dono <laughs> five on the mics ready to go we, we be, be fast and they be slow Whoa. <laughs> Suck in your guts, guys. <laughs> Suck in the guts, guys. <laughs>
Is that so, so you just start off, say, five on the mics, okay. and then I'll go, ready to go. All right. And then we all kind of, you be fast and they be slow. All okay. Right. We be fast, they be slow. All right. We be fast and they all be right. slow. Ready? <clears throat> this has been a Canned Air production. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.